Welcome to Conversations from the Edge with Service Logic, your educational podcast where we discuss the ins and outs of the HVAC and mechanical service industry. Find out how we can help you increase efficiency and how we deliver excellent service in the real world. Welcome to this episode of Conversations from the Edge with Service Logic. I am your host, James Kent, and today on the podcast, we are discussing how companies can unleash their excellence to create an exceptional customer experience. Joining me today to provide his thoughts on making a positive impact on the customer experience is Chris Douglas, president of Encon Heating and AC. Welcome to the podcast, Chris. Thank you for having me, James. Happy to be on board. Great. Now, Chris, you began your career with Encon back in 1982 as a service technician. And it's rare these days to find someone who's worked for the same company for 37 years. And I'm sure this experience has provided you with a unique perspective on the evolution of the HVAC industry over the past few decades. But I'd like you to take me back to those first experiences because as a technician, you were on the front lines of customer service. And that's the type of feet on the ground training you have to have if you're going to understand the needs of your customer. Tell me how that first job shaped your understanding of customer service. Well, when I first arrived at Encon in 1982, um, I was 19, um, not a lot of experience, but I met the founder and I knew that I had landed somewhere pretty special. Um, In my first interaction with him, it didn't take very long for the conversation to turn towards customer service and the expectation that I, the position that I was in, uh, was really there to serve others as a technician for ANCON. Uh, As I mentioned, I was young, and as I listened to him talk about his passion for the customer, I thought at that period in time that I had a pretty good understanding of his message, but I wasn't quite there yet. So as I went through my career, as I worked each and every day with our existing customer base, I quickly learned that I was the face of the company and that the level of customer service delivered each and every day was really directly my responsibility. Um, I was the person that showed up at their business to serve them. And so I learned at an early age that I had to take on the sort of that I'm here to serve others attitude. Yeah, I mean, you said something that I think is very important, that face of the customer, because it doesn't matter uh, what the, the company's philosophy is and, you know, what their customer service model is. If the interaction between the person who is representing the company and the person that, you know, is the customer making that transaction, if that face-to-face is not a great customer experience, the whole thing falls apart. That is absolutely true. In, in our position as a technician, when we show up, we are the person who is looked at with instant credibility. In other words, we're, we're showing up there, we're in a uniform, they're in need of a, a, a service, they have either no heat, no air conditioning, we're there to take care of them. And so they immediately, because of the position that we're in, they immediately want to trust us. And so we have to be able to understand their needs and provide. And again, we're there to serve them. Well, also, uh, not only do they want your trust, they want to view you as the expert because that's what they called you for in the first place. Because if they were the expert, they would do it themselves, right? That is is exactly right. Absolutely. And, you know, and to understand this customer service picture, it's not just 
the customers using your service, is it? I mean, there's your internal customers that you're partnering with and your vendors and your suppliers. Um, all of those aspects have a sort of, you know, customer relationship component to it. Absolutely correct. Our external customers are obviously the ones who are paying us to serve them. However, our attitude here towards serving others really applies to internal customers, which is our coworkers, our business partners, our attorneys, our accountants, our subcontractors that we work with, our vendors, other professional service companies such as engineers, architects. We try to treat those folks as though they're our customer as well, so that any interaction that anybody from ENCON here has with somebody who wants to do business with us, we try to treat them the same way. We're there really to serve them. We're there to make their problems our problems and provide that, try to provide that exceptional customer experience. Well, yeah, because I think that every touch point that you're speaking to, it formulates an opinion of the company. And, you know, that affects the brand. Positive touch points, positive brand. Negative reactions, the brand is looked at negatively. This is correct. Absolutely. Being professional, being responsive, and being accurate with all of the people that we come in contact with each and every day is so important to us. It, it helps them to do their jobs better, resulting in, quite frankly, better service to us. So we try to work in harmony with them and we try to build strong relationships. We are in a relationship business, and so we focus a lot on the relationship. Now, obviously, customer service and creating an exceptional customer experience is what every company strives for, right? Well, at least I, I hope they do. But what do you think the best companies do that truly grasp this concept? And what do some companies miss? Well, delivering exceptional customer experience is really it, it has to be part of the company's culture. First and foremost, I think the definition of what an exceptional customer experience is or means to individual companies really has to be defined because it doesn't mean the same thing to every company. So first thing we want to do is I think that the good companies really define it. They understand what it means to them. Then they spend time identifying and defining the things that they feel they should be doing for their customers to provide that experience. Then what they really need to do, and, and this I'm sort, of, I'm sort of thinking through what we had to do here, you have to really create a vision of what it looks like, and then you have to spend time, and it does take time, infusing that into your culture, getting complete and total buy-in from each and every employee within your organization. It takes a long time to change culture. The good companies understand this and consistently work on it over time. I think where companies struggle to deliver that experience is that they tend not to be able to identify what their vision of an exceptional customer experience is. Or probably worse yet, they, they, they're able to define it and upper management gets it, but they fail to infuse it through the rest of the organization. Okay, And so what ends up happening is it sort of becomes the flavor of the month, sort of, you know, okay, this month we're going to talk about customer, uh, an exceptional, uh, exceptional customer experience. So what does that mean? They dwell on it for a little bit of a you know, short period of time, and then they don't follow through with it. So it sort of dies off and then just becomes, you know, just another, 
you know, another talking point. So I think that, again, the good companies recognize what's necessary and then they stay with it. They recognize that they have to change the culture as where the companies that, that fall short don't stick with it and, and they don't make it an, a goal to become part of their culture. Yes. Now, through your years at Uncon, what have you seen as the biggest strategic shifts in how you approach the customer experience? You know, what has changed in terms of the needs of today's customer versus the needs of the past? Well, in, in the past, and, and again, I'm going back a number of years, but in the past, customers were, they were more focused on the product uh, that, you, that they were buying. They wanted to buy a specific type of equipment they wanted to buy a specific type of system. And then what, what happened is with, with the internet and with the ability to go online essentially and learn about all the different types of equipment and systems that are out there, every, everybody sort of became the same. There was no way to differentiate yourself as an organization as a specific dealer of a specific piece of uh, type of equipment. Then it became more about, okay, who's going to provide the best level of service? Um, and, and I think people started to recognize that everybody says that they provide good customer service or great customer service. But then what's the difference between customer service and the customer experience? And there is a difference. There's a big difference. Creating experience from the initial point of contact that that customer has with your organization all the way to the end and to the follow-up um, is really creating that is creating that experience so that they feel really really good about having dealt with your company. Customer service is just showing up on time, fixing the problem, and leaving. But what we try to do here is we try to create that that different experience, which becomes a differentiator uh, for your company. It separates you from your competition. Chris, yes, yes, and more yes. I so agree with what you're saying. That is the secret right there. It isn't enough to be a great customer service. It's that entire experience because, you know, one experience is great, but, you know, you're looking for customers to keep coming back. Exactly. When they do, they want to be thinking of you first. That's when price is taken right out of the equation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and some of the ways that we go about committing to our customers, we actually put this stuff in writing. We, we put it on our website. We put it on our business cards. This really creates a, it creates a strong focus on our needing to deliver to the customer. Because if you put it in writing and then you don't deliver, your customer will let you know that. They will come back to you and say, hey, look, you put this on your website. I'm reading your business card. You're not delivering for me. So, so that's real important. Technology also has played a role today. You know, for example, we what we do here, and I know other uh, companies do as well, but what we do here is we equip our technicians with tablets so that they could actually have a work order, an invoice to the customer before they leave the customer's property. Before they drive out of that driveway, they can actually create a work order of what was done, email an invoice, and a work order right to the customer, and they haven't even left the property yet. I like customers want that. They want that that quick response. They want to know what you did while you were on their property. We also developed a, a, an Encon app where our customers can pick up their cell phone and they can go to our app and they can schedule an appointment. They can schedule a maintenance. They can ask a question and they'll actually get a live body uh, when they 
press on that app, they'll get somebody to talk to if need be. So that's where technology comes into it. Um, but again, it's all, it's all centered around that exceptional customer experience. You implemented a program at your company called Unleashing Excellence, and I was hoping you could walk me through that initiative. What happened was we, we have always been a customer-centric organization. We were always striving to provide great customer service and to build relationships. But everybody else was, was catching on that that really was the, a, a key component to making sure that your business was successful. So what ended up happening was we went, uh, we had uh, one of our employees actually went to a uh, industry conference. And at that conference was exposed to a gentleman named Dennis Snow. Dennis was uh, with Walt Disney for 20 years and was there. He was the person at uh, Disney that was responsible for creating and driving the customer experience. We were sort of wowed by his presentation, and we decided at that point that we needed to shift our focus more toward that creating that experience. And so what we did is, is we actually contacted Dennis, and we had a conversation with him, and he directed us to his book, which is coincidentally called Unleashing Excellence. <laughs> um, and we used his book along with other publications to create a roadmap as to how we would go about implementing a program here that would make sure that we provided an exceptional customer experience each and every time that we came in contact with a customer. We actually, what we did is we assigned one of our top managers the initiative and said, basically said to him, look, this is what we want you to do full time until we get a program in place and we could start to see the program have an impact on our business. And so he did that, and um, we stayed with him every step of the way. What's very, very important is that when a company tries to uh, implement an initiative such as this, the, the leadership, the, the top leadership has to have 100 that has to be behind it 100% and has to dr help drive it through the organization. Absolutely. Without that commitment, it just doesn't, the employees don't, you know, they don't feel right about it and it doesn't take hold. So we were 100% behind this manager. We gave him the green light to develop the program and, and that's what he did. And then we went through a whole rollout period where we rolled it out to the entire organization and that in itself um, was an interesting process. So was that a large culture shift for your organization? Huge culture shift. Absolutely huge. Uh, and, and we've seen it pay dividends pretty darn quickly. What we did is we went out to the entire company. We basically broke up the company into small groups, and we addressed every single group, groups of about 10 or 12. So we've got you know 200-plus employees at the time. Uh, so, you know, you're, you're doing 20 different meetings of, of 10 people in each meeting. And we would actually, we went through what we wanted this program to do for them. And at those meetings was either myself or my business partner at the time, Bill, one of us or both of us had to be in those meetings. And we wanted the, the employees, every single employee from the person that's been here the longest to the guy that we hired three days ago to have the same message, to have the same message about what we're trying to do as an organization. And it, it's extremely powerful when you can get 
a large number of people thinking and moving in the same direction coalesced around a common goal. And we saw that take hold. The phone calls, the feedback that we are getting from our customers. What are you guys doing over there? What are you telling your people? What are you feeding them? They're drinking, <laughs> they're drinking the Kool-Aid. It was just, it was really amazing. And, and, and so amazing that, you know, we ended up, we actually went back out to the, comp- to the company and really thanked them for embracing what we were trying to do. And we continue with that uh, philosophy and we continue to reinforce that, uh, the training of, of what it means to deliver an experience uh, regularly here at uh, at Encon. You know, change can be difficult for people. So how you uh, process that change management is a key. And it sounds like you did an excellent job because you showed your employees that you were invested in this and you got them to be invested in it. And then the customer feedback proves that everything you're doing w- was a benefit. And the employees really appreciate it. You know, I, I myself in my past have been through some kind of uh, change management situations and when the organization does that right, you know, you really do feel empowered now to go out and do better things for your customer. You do. And one of the, one of the key factors that, that I believe helped us put this program in place and helped us to get that full and complete buy-in was putting our employees in the position of the customer, getting our employees to look at each and every contact point through the lens of the customer. Everybody knows what it's like to have somebody come to their business or their home to provide them a service, whether it's a plumber or an electrician. But when you actually, when you put yourself in the shoes of the customer as a, as a technician uh, or an installer, you start to think about the things that the customer's worried about. Not just about the HVAC system, but about the floor that you're walking on, about the stuff that you're carrying through their their home and their business, their walls, you don't want to get their walls marked up. So there are a whole, you know, a bunch of things that we do to make the customer feel that we're going to treat their property properly, safely. And and so all those little things came about as as a as us putting our employees in the place of the customer and having them look at what we were doing through the customer lens. And when people do that, when your employees do that, it really does change their mindset. It changes the way they look at it and they go out of their way to help that customer. And, and there are, there, there's so many examples that we heard about from our customers. It's, uh, it's quite extraordinary. So say a customer, they've got an emergency, uh, AC's down, it's super hot. They contact your organization. Someone comes out right away. So the customer's happy. Uh, you fix the problem. Customer's happy. However, the uh, employee who was fixing the AC tracked mud through the floor. Now that customer forgets about all the great things, he just thinks about the mud that's on the floor. So even those little things can ruin the experience. And so thinking about every step, it's so important. You don't want to miss a step. That's exactly right. We try to, what we do is we use the term or the phrase, I should say, everything speaks. Everything speaks. It's the, how the truck looks when you drive up in the driveway. Is it muddy? Is it dirty? It's how do you, how, what is your appearance? What do you look like? Do you, you, know, do you have a mustard stain on your shirt or do you, do you have a clean shirt? It, it's everything speaks volumes when the customer's looking at your employees. And so we try to instill that mindset within the minds of our employees to get them to really look at things through the lens of the customer. 
Chris, as we wrap up, is there anything else about the customer experience that you'd like a listener to take away from this discussion? It is absolutely necessary, we believe, for a business to create a customer, an exceptional customer experience in order for them to be successful in today's day and age. We all look for ways to differentiate ourselves. Creating that experience is one huge way to do it and is really the only thing that separates us from our competitors. We all buy the same equipment. We all buy the same materials. We're, even, we're on an even playing field when it comes to those types of things, but when it comes to creating that experience, that's where we can separate from our competition. The one thing I will say is this. On paper and in concept, it sounds so easy to do. Ah, we can do that. We'll just go tell our people. We'll just stand in front of them and we'll tell them to <laughs> create this experience. However, what we found here, it is extremely difficult to do and you have to be committed to it. You have to stay the course in order to get it to be part of your culture. Changing company culture takes time, take, in many cases, takes a lot of time, particularly if you don't already have some of that within your culture. So changing a culture takes a long time. It takes a lot of hard work, a lot of effort. And so I would say that don't underestimate the time and the effort that it's going to take to change your culture. And I would say that if you, as a company, if you're considering doing something like this, start now because it will take time and then stay with it. Stay the course, make sure that you continue to uh, follow up, have regular follow-ups as to what it means in terms of creating that exceptional experience. And um, I, I wish everybody luck. Well, yeah, because the reward for a great customer experience is longtime customer loyalty. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. And, and that's what customers want these days. They want to know that we, as their service provider, they want to know that we are their trusted advisor. And, and we have to put ourselves in that position to be their trusted advisor. We, on the back of our business cards and our, on our website, what we do for our employees, we don't install heating and air conditioning systems. We don't service heating and air conditioning systems. What we do for our employees, or our customers rather, is we create peace of mind by being trustworthy trustworthy, and providing an exceptional customer experience. That's the way that we teach our employees, that we encourage our employees to explain how they're there to serve the customer. We want to create peace of mind. Chris, it has been my privilege to have you on the show today. You know, if you're, if you're around to come on for another topic, sign me in. I'm, I'm ready because uh, this was great. Well, well, thank you very much. Uh, it's, a, it's a topic that I am passionate about and um, I would love to come back and, and talk about something else sometime. That's fantastic. So I want to thank my guest today, Chris Douglas, president of Encon Heating and AC. Thanks, Chris. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Conversations from the Edge with ServiceLogic. I've been your host, James Kent. Thanks for listening. <laughs>